Hello, passengers, and welcome to The Midnight Train, America's second favorite podcast, where we bring the dark to light, where history never dies, where listener discretion, discretion, there you go, great start, is always advised, <laughs> and where, guess what, we're back, baby, that's right, we're in your ear holes right now. For so, now. For, <laughs> don't start. Listen, <laughs> we dive into, make fun of, and joke about the creepy and unsolved mysteries of the world, all while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Yes, we are kind of a comedy podcast, if you want to call that, and things can also get pretty dark, so if you're not into that, listen, no hard feelings, okay? But if you are, thanks for giving us a chance, thanks for, you know, listening to us, and thanks for coming back if you're, you know, a returning listener. And welcome aboard. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me today, back in this, well, guess what? We've got Mr. Moody. Huzzah. What's up, buddy? How you doing, bud? I'm fine. You're fine. That's good. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little hard. Oh, you're a little HTH or HTH. What is the, what is it? HTC? Are you? No, I don't do it. I wish I did though. And also, we have Logan with us. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So, yeah, it's been a minute, obviously. Uh, um, listen, and for anyone on the socials or whatnot, I, I, we will. I, at first, Moody was going through some ish in his life, like, you know, was. car accidents and, and floods and <laughs> things like that. And then something significant um, happened in my life. And uh, like I said, I need, finally came out. I, yes, that's that's what it was. <laughs> Um, it, it, I talked about it a little bit on our recent bonus episode, but everything's all good. We're back. We're here and we're going to continue doing this. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for, you know, sticking it out. And, uh, and if you were just like F these guys, well then F you Welcome too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, in the meantime, we'll save the rest of the business stuff until the end. So let's just uh, jump into this, you know, this good stuff. <laughs> So let's turn on the lights, adjust our seats, mm. grab a drink, mm. and let's get, um, I don't want to say Native American, mythic. Let's get mythic Ooh, like on that. this. It's good. It's good. Ooh, uh, is that a Kraken? I have a Kraken water bottle. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a Kraken water bottle. <laughs> it was such like a toddler thing to say. Hey, guys, I have a Kraken water bottle. Look at my water bottle. Oh, you know you've missed us. Anyway, here's a toast to all you beautiful <laughs> motherfuckers. Cheers from the Kraken. Butt Kraken. Don't look Kraken. <laughs> oh. That's right. This crazy train is back and we are, well, we're, we're talking about, uh, well, first and foremost, this is episode 201. Okay. So, I mean, that's 200 was like six months ago. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still 201. 
Yay. And this, we're going to be talking about some Native American myths and legends, all right, which to me is pretty enthralling. It's enthralling. I, I'm intrigued about it. Yes. What do you, yes? You should be. <laughs> some good stuff. I really hope everyone is going to go to our YouTube page and um, actually our channel, should I say, and see that Moody is higher than a giraffe's <laughs> asshole right now. So higher than giraffe cooch. <laughs> Not that hey listen it's legal here in ohio now so let's rock and roll yeah, yeah. so this listen is, go oh, ahead i forgot to tell you though when we, oh. we, we went to canada like a couple weeks ago for uh my daughter's hockey tournament mm. and my wife's cousins came to visit us oh boy I smuggled over some canada weed some can is it better than our weed oh my god it was fantastic <laughs> oh it's good 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 bro, bro. is it really oh it, why, well, it what great. makes it better than ours? I don't know. It's probably the best I've ever felt. Is it just a higher anywhere. strain or something? Dude, and it was like it was like a pre-roll, so it was like the shit you buy at the dispensaries up there. And it looked like a cigarette. It had a filter and everything. And it was the same size as a cigarette. That's all. That's how big it was. I had to smoke that fucker in four separate things because it got me that high. <laughs> Damn. Like, imagine smoking a quarter of a cigarette. Like, that's how much. And it fucked my world up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, wait, and wait, we like that, right? Is that what we're saying? Oh, it was, it was fantastic. It's great. <laughs> when I hear, man, it fucked my world up, I'm thinking that's a bad thing, right? No, no. No, okay. No, it's a good thing. All right. All it's right. Good thing. Well, good. Good for, good for you. Good for you. Good, good for you. Good for you. Good, good for you. you. So listen, here on the train, we like to take you listeners worldwide and dive into legends, monsters, and other crazy tales from the past. But we thought, nah, you know what? Why not take listeners worldwide on a trip into our past here in America. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying you a new boom stand, dude. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to tighten it. It keeps falling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, listen, we're like, we're like literally six minutes into this and I really hope nobody's turned it off yet. <laughs> hey, we're, we're good, dude. Okay. Good. You good? All right. So, sure, our country may not be as old as other parts of the world, but our native cultures still have legends and monsters from the past that are equally as interesting, fun, and crazy. We decided to dive into some of the uh, crazy myths and legends of our own natives' past. We've all heard the uh, stories of the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. We've talked about yes. them in the past episodes. The Skinwalkers, right? We've talked about yeah. those as well. Yeah. But that's not where we're actually going today. You passengers know we've discussed both of those in other episodes, and uh, we we will look at other legends that may be less well-known, but people out there, including our fellow Americans, they know about these things, right? I hope so. Yeah. If some not, them, they're going to learn. Some of them do. They're going to learn today. Before we start, we want to acknowledge that we, <laughs> we are trying to bring, uh, you know, myths and legends from different cultures that we do not claim to be experts on ever, Okay. We do not intend to spread misinformation about these myths and legends if we talk about anything that is way off base or is just put out there in the ethos incorrectly. And, you know, so just let us know if it's wrong. It's fine. As with every episode, we try to get these things right to the best of our abilities. If there's anything that is way off base or factually incorrect, we apologize and would love to hear from you and correct any issues that may come up. All right. And remember, blame the Internet. Yeah, or John. That's yeah, fine. or me. That's fine. Also, <laughs> as a side note, this episode was done with a smile on Moody's face as he was writing all the fun words that I now have to pronounce. 
<laughs> so that's great. I totally forgot about that shit until just now. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. There's a lot oh, in here. That's, yeah, that just yeah. made me so happy. So the first legend is that of the Chinu. All right. Logan, have you heard of the Chinu? The Chinu, like the helicopter? I don't think that's what we're talking about. No. Oh, no, then probably not. Okay, well, Chinu, not uh, aside from the helicopters, are the evil man-eating ice giants of northern, uh, the, the northern, uh, oh, jeez, Wabanaki lore. There you go. The Wabanaki Confederacy is a North American First Nations and Native American confederation of four principal Eastern Algonquin nations. The, uh, <laughs> the Mi'kmaq, the Maliseet, the Passamaquoddy, and the Penobscot. Ah, oh, shit, I almost had it. <laughs> Penobscot. There it is, Penobscot. The Western Abenaki are also considered members, a uh, loose identity for several allied tribal peoples, such as the Sokoki, the Kawasuk, the Misakwai, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, It feels right. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> According to the legend, a Chinu was once a human being. And this, uh, this person is said to have committed a terrible crime, such as cannibalism, withholding food from starving people, or becoming possessed by an evil spirit. This, legend has it, causes the person's heart to turn to ice. That's what happened to Moody. And Correct. Lucky. Yeah. Correct. Right. I am. I am cannibal. Yes. It's also called marriage, from what I hear. Right. <clears throat> Whoa, bro. <laughs> no. No. Is that is that one not good? <laughs> I'm not making any. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Logan, what are you eating? <laughs> You're not hiding it. <laughs> oh, pretzel crisp. Nice. 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 So apparently in some legends, people have been saved from a frozen heart. But in most legends, death is the only way to cure the frozen heart. One description says that the form of the uh, Chinu will vary depending on how long the person has been cursed. It is said they still resemble their human form, but their flesh is pulled tight over their bones and they're almost glowing white. Their hands usually resemble claws. Their eyes are red and bulging and their lips are drawn back. There's usually so much cold emanating over here, just crunching over you, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? Crunching right over. <laughs> How's that taste? Is up. it good? Is it good? <laughs> yeah, you like that? It's delicious. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll wait. <laughs> no, go ahead. Good. I'm sure our listeners. We're waiting. We're waiting for you. That's fine. Go ahead. T- take a bite, but make it crunch really loud. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, this one. Okay, go for it. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Now turn away from the mic. God. There's a mute. There's a mute. You can mute, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so anyway, this thing sounds like terrifying to me right now. Yeah, like it sounds absolutely. absolutely terrifying. I mean, you're talking about claws and red eyes and its skin's all yeah. drawn and, and whatnot. It sounds absolutely terrifying to me. So um, there is usually so much, uh, again, so much cold emanating from their forms that any water from their uh, the air stuck to them, it will me- it it just freezes immediately. Wow! So like they're it's like ice giants from freaking uh, from the the Thor movies and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Ice giants. <laughs> he has no idea. He goes ice giants. Yeah. 
<laughs> when they move, this frozen sheen cracks and leaves a delicate, icy dusting behind. Ooh. Yeah. Supposedly, so if you're just hanging out and there's a pile of icy dust somewhere, you should probably fucking leave. I would be gone. Yes. I would leave that okay. area. I don't remember that. No, Supposedly, a Chinu's heart has been frozen into a block of ice. When injured, their blood flows similarly to an ice slushy. Yeah. What would it taste like? Probably I, I, cold. The blue raspberry. Mm. Yeah. It's the best one, right? I think that's the best one for sure. <laughs> So now, as stated earlier, we are, uh, we're not exactly sure how accurate this description is, but, you know, again, it sounds frightening as hell to me. I, 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 I don't ever want to meet one of those. So we found a couple of incredible stories about the Chinu. This first one comes from a collection of Algonquin legends of New England from 1884 by Charles Leland. It's a Micmac story called The Girl Chinu. And it, and it goes like this. Quote, of the old time, far up the Saganai River, a branch turns off to the north, running back into the land of ice and snow. Ten families went up the stream one autumn in their canoes to be gone all winter on a hunt. Among them was a beautiful girl, 20 years of age. A young man in the band wished her to become... Oh, there's a band. That's pretty cool. I don't know. Just They have a band. No? Fucking crunchy <laughs> magoober over there. You cannot hear that. Yeah, you, can. we can totally hear that. Yeah. Yep. It's not Look highlighting it. It, it doesn't Look matter. It, it, it is highlighting yeah. it. You're <laughs> fucking crunching. <laughs> yeah. Can we pause on those for a minute? <laughs> I swear to God, it wasn't even highlighting it. Or oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting to hear. Like real that slow. Last, that last. Like. <laughs> this app sucks. Uh, <laughs> So perhaps she uh, she was um, she refused a guy that basically like wanted he wanted to marry her okay right. and she refused and uh, you know perhaps she did it in such a way as to wound his pride certainly she roused all the things that would savage him and he gave up all his mind to revenge so the dude lost his shit because she said no okay that's what's happening like, I ain't marrying you you right. got a small dick yeah exactly he's like what and then he got and it was in front of all of his friends mm-hmm. he got salty as shit. And then some bad things happen. It's a tale as old as time, Moody. It is. It's a tale as old as time. Yep. So now he was skilled in medicine or in magic. So he went into the woods and gathered an herb, which makes people insensible. Then stealing into the lodge where uh, when all were asleep, he held to the girl's face until she inhaled the odor and could not be easily awakened. So he's roofing her. Basically, this is this is a really fucking dark story. Uh, going out. I mean, you said it though. It's a tale as old as time. It is a tale of yeah, for sure. Going out, he made a ball of snow and returning, placed it in the hollow of her neck, in front, just below the throat. Then he retired without being discovered, so she could not wake, while the chill went to her heart. Yeah, oh. yeah. So when she awoke, she was chilly, shivering, and sick. She refused to eat. This lasted long, and her parents became alarmed. They inquired what ailed her. She was ill-tempered. She said that nothing was the matter. One day, having been sent to the spring for water, <laughs> they never tell you it's really wrong. Yeah. One day, having been sent to the spring for water, she remained absent so long that her mother went to seek her. Approaching unseen, she observed her greedily eating snow and asking her what it meant. The daughter explained that she felt within a burning sensation, which the snow relieved. More than that, she craved the snow. The taste of it was pleasant to her. 
After a few days, she began to grow fierce, as though she wished to kill someone. At last, she begged her parents to kill her. Hitherto, she had loved them very much. Hitherto, we don't use that word enough. That that yeah, word needs more. Stupid. Yeah, that word needs to come back. Yeah. No, so is being terrible. bald. It's a great word. It's is being bald word. stupid? Wait, I'm bald too. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. <laughs> like, I can't wait. I can't wait till you're fucking old and decrepit and have no hair. <laughs> so it's gonna be actually be long on my body when I'm old. Yeah. Your nut hair, maybe. He, he's gonna be that guy that <laughs> he's gonna be that guy that has like three inch long hairs in his eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, that's uh-huh. me. That's fucking you're, me. Is it really? My oh yeah. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, oh man yeah i haven't got I, i'm not just right here this is like yeep, I can totally <laughs> dude you should to- I do it to. do it danny would not have that it's like some grinch stuff right there dude you're a mean one mr moody she won't she won't let me do anything fun that i want to do because <laughs> heaven forbid i embarrass the family i mean <laughs> that's amazing so uh, after, after group, again, she like basically asked her parents to, to kill her, even though she said she loved them very much. Now, she told them that unless they killed her, she would certainly be their death. Her whole nature was being changed. How can we kill you? Her mother asked. You must shoot me, she replied, with seven arrows. And if you can kill me with seven shots, all will be well. But if you cannot, I shall kill you. That's, that's pretty wild right there. First and foremost. That's intense. Yeah, like camping. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. I, I don't know how I feel about this right now. Oh boy! So uh, let's see. Seven men shot at her as she sat in the wigwam. She was not bound. Every arrow struck her in the breast, but she sat firm and unmoved. Forty-nine times they pierced her. From time to time, she looked up with an encouraging smile. When the last arrow struck, she fell dead. So fifty times it took it took fifty shots to take her down. I mean, or so they say. Allegedly. If you're a, <laughs> if you're a crazy evil monster, it's probably going to take more than one. I mean, I guess. Yeah, true that, true that. Then they burned the body as she had directed. It was soon reduced to ashes with the exception of the heart, which was of the hardest ice. This required much time to melt and break. At last, all was over. She had been brought under the power of an evil spirit. She was rapidly being changed into a Chinoo, a wild, fierce, unconquerable being. But she knew it all the while, and it was against her will, so she begged that she might be killed. The Indians left the place since that day. None have ever returned to it. They feared lest someone's, uh, some small part of the body might be remained unconsumed, and that, uh, and that from it, it another Chinoo would rise, capable of killing all whom she met. She I mean, find that place. That's a pretty wild story there. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. She's basically so so this dude, I feel that dude was really rapey. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, clear, clearly. Yeah, I mean that that dude was pretty rapey. I, I don't like that guy at all. That's pretty mm-hmm. messed up. So now the following story was also taken from this same collection here. Okay. It's so not as rapey, I don't think. I, I um, let's hope it's not as rapey. Hope. Yeah, cuz that one was pretty rapey. Uh quote what the Micmacs call a chinoo is known to the whole oh boy Passamaquoddies. Yeah, uh, there you go, buddy. As a kawaku or a kawaku. When what? the a kawaku or a kwaku. Well, that second one again? Kwaku. Okay. Got Thank that? You. Okay. Yep. When the kichi, the <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
The Kichi Matulan or Met- Metulin, I don't or Great Big Witch, okay, is conquered. <laughs> what a translation. Yeah. Is conquered by That's the a huge sm- witch. <laughs> That's a huge witch. Is conquered <laughs> by the smaller witches or the oh boy. Um Metalunisk. I feel uh, what was that one? Metalunisk. Wait, no, I did it better the first time. Metalunisk. I feel I feel okay. good about that one. All right. Yeah, no, okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. They can kill him or turn him into a kwaku. He still fights, however, with the other oh boy. Kwakwik. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the the plural version of kwaku is the kwakwik. <laughs> I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm I'm assuming on this point. Yeah. Okay. When <clears throat> when they get ready to fight, they suddenly become oh, as it. tall as the highest trees. Their weapons are the trees themselves, which they uproot with great strength. And this strength oh, depends this. on the quantity or size of the piece of ice, which oh. makes the heart of the kwaku. This piece no. of ice is like a little human figure with hands, feet, head, and every member perfect. Every member? Every member? <laughs> <laughs> Describe to me in detail what you mean by that. Oh, boy. So now the female Kuaku is more powerful than the male. They make a noise like a roaring lion or a piatalo. Oh, what? A piatalo. Okay. All right. Thank you. But sharper and more frightful. Their abode is somewhere in Kazmudasdosik. In some cold region in the northern uh, in northern Canada, in summertime they rub themselves all over with poo. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Hold on, pupaka wigu. That's that's where you stop. <laughs> they rub themselves all over with poo. All I saw is poo. It's poo pupuka wigu or fur fur balsam. And then roll themselves on the ground. Yes. So that everything adheres to the body, moss, leaves, and even small sticks. This was often seen of old by Indian hunters. So they would basically go to a fir tree and take the, I guess, So they're making a natural ghillie suit, essentially. Yes. Or or the pupukuwugu. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Say that. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Once a newly married Indian couple had, according to Indian custom, gone on the long fall and winter hunt. One day when the man was away and old Kawaku came and looked into the wigwam, the wife was frightened, but she made up her mind at once. She called him Mitunski or my father. The old Kawaku was very proud to be called father. When she heard her husband returning, she ran out and told him that a great Kawaku was in the camp and that he must call, oh boy, and that he must call him Misil Jose or father-in-law. So going in, he did this. I love that you're like putting this weird kind of like Eastern, like European accent onto a Native American word when you say it. Well, uh, I can do one better. Okay. And and then he must call him Michelle Jose (laughs) or father-in-law. That's probably closer than the other accent. So going in, he did this and the Kowaku (laughs) was still more pleased. So they lived with him and hunted with him. He was very skillful in the chase. When they came to broad and deep waters, the Kawaku uh, would uh, swim with him uh, with his son-in-law on his back. He could run faster than any wild animal. So they're saying this guy's like living amongst him right now. This one's like a good one? Yeah, uh, so far. 
All right. One day he told his children to go away to a great distance. <laughs> Y'all get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Y'all go. I got shit to do. I mean, that's like, that was like our childhood, right? The parents will you just get the fuck. They don't care where you fucking go. Yeah. Just don't come back till dinner time. Yeah, right? just be home by when the lights turn on. I was just talking to someone about that the other day. Get like, the, get the yeah, hell out of here. Like, just be gone. Eat breakfast. Leave. Nobody wants you around. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, mom? It you doesn't matter. You guys didn't matter. get that one? You guys didn't get that one? I got that one all the time. Which was that? Nobody wants you around. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be indifferent on that one. I still get it at home right now. <laughs> <laughs> they say we marry our parents. That's what they say. They say they, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So there is a great female Kawaku coming to fight me, he says. In the struggle, I may Ooh. not know you and I may hurt you. So they went away as fast and as, as far as they could, but they heard the fighting, the most frightful noises, howls, yells, thundering, and crashing of wooden rocks. After a time, the man determined to see the fight. When he got to the place, he saw a horrible sight. Big trees uprooted, the giants in a deadly struggle. Then the Indian, who was very brave, and who was afraid that his father-in-law would be killed, came up and helped as much as he could. And in fact, so much that between them, they killed the enemy. The old Kawaku was badly but not fatally hurt, and the woman was very glad her father came off victorious. She had always heard that a Kawaku had a piece of ice for a heart. If this can be taken out, the Kawaku can be tamed and cured. So she made a preparation of medicine or, or some medicine and offered it to him. He did not know what it was, nor its strength, so he swallowed it, and it gave him a vomit. <laughs> it's fucked up how they spoke back then. It's so funny. Gave him a vomit. Here, take a vomit. Well, this these are also um, these stories are translated like from old, uh, like text and stories um, in gotcha. whatever language. So there's probably some, like, you know, there's going to be some weird discrepancies there. Yeah, yeah. Trans yeah, translations. You know. So she saw something drop. So uh, she quietly picked it up. It was the figure of a man of ice. It was the Kowaku's heart. She, not being seen or noticed, put it in the fire. When he cried, quote, daughter, you are killing me now. You destroy my strength. Yet she made him take more of the medicine and a second heart came out. This she also put in the fire. But when a third came, he grabbed it from her hand and swallowed it. However, he was almost entirely cured. That's my real heart, bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that whole situation now. Yeah, that's crazy. I actually think the first one felt better. Yeah. I, but I, there has to be some sort of a, a, a the, stories yeah, exactly, back then. Exactly. You know. Stories back then, they, they gave a, a, there was some sort of an instructional thing there, like a life lesson or something like that. Yeah. I'm feeling like there's got to yeah. be some sort of a lesson there. Like maybe don't judge somebody because they could be whatever. I, I don't, I don't, or not. I don't know. Don't, don't lose more than two hearts. Correct. Yes. Especially when you're playing poker. Right. So, correct. So that's what we found about the legend of the Chinu. It was pretty in, okay. in, in, intense. Right. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have the Pokajinkus. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Pokajinkus is what it is. Oh. Yes. I actually put um, <laughs> the the pronunciations in here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. because... And you're still going to fuck them all up. Pokajinkus <laughs> is what it is. Pokajinkus. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, this is probably a made-up word by Moody. Thank you very much for that. It is mm -hmm, not. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, the Pokajiskos is a notorious witch who appears in many Wabanaki legends of folktales. Okay, her name literally means jug woman or pitcher woman. 
So this lady appears most often in Wabanaki folklore as a boogie woman who steals Indian babies and raises them as her own. Now, remember when we're saying Indian, we're saying Native American. Okay. Right. Yep. Uh, American. Native American. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Does that make sense? Native. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a more mythic role, she is the adversary of the uh, boy Malasi Pasamakwadi hero, the Pogomp. Okay. You got that? Yeah, I got it, dude. Okay, you wrote I'm this just, stuff, dude. You're making me... I'm yeah. just taking in all of the words. <laughs> Sometimes she is portrayed <laughs> as a Black Panther, but this is the result of a mistranslation. She and Pogumk were both members of the Fisher tribe, which is often erroneously translated as Black Cat in English. Fishers are actually oh. a giant weasel. Yeah. Right? You've seen Fishers, right? The, the Fisher ones yeah. that like, look like a muskrat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The ones on anal glands? Huh? Hmm? Would you say anal glands? Anal fissures? No, not, not no. fissures. Fissures. Oh, fissures. Fissures, not fit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who the fuck brought this guy? <laughs> what the fuck? Seriously. <laughs> so the Pogjinskus uh, are generally described as ugly, squat human women. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just reading the words, folks. So basically, your mom. Hey, oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they can shape shift. In particular, she is noted as sometimes appearing as a man, much like your mom. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's two. Did I write that? Shit? Nope. That was me. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like something I write, but I don't remember doing that. In some legends, the uh, Pokajinskus is also featured as an enemy of, oh boy, Gluskap, usually trying to revenge herself um, for rejecting her attempts to flirt with him. So that's why she's pissed off. Is that like, is that like your mom as well? <laughs> Just exactly. <laughs> so Gluskap is the benevolent cultural hero of the Wabanaki tribes of Northeast New England. Okay. You guys are learning stuff here. So we found a, a version of is this that, legend. That point? That's the that, point, that's right? right? Where we're here, right? We found a version of this legend taken uh, from the, uh, Frank Speck's 1918 collection, the Penob- oh, boy. Penob- <laughs> Penobscot Transformer Tales. Oh, Transformer? Oh, yeah, no, meets the, the, uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He wrote it for Michael Bay, I think. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, that a lot sense. of explosions involved yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird camera angles. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So, quote, the Gluskabe started out again in search of other people. At last, he reached a large lake. There he met the people, and they said, Our village is in great danger from a giant magic moose, for fear of whom we can hardly go hunting. He has killed many of us. Okay, so far we got a magic moose that's killing people. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good start. I will search for him, said Gluskabe, and destroy him for you. Then he started to search for him, and he reached the yard where the giant moose was and started him running, I guess. It says started him running, so I guess running after him. As he was following the moose, suddenly looking ahead, he saw a little bow, sh- a bow shelter. I, I get, well, okay. What is this? Uh, B-O-U-G-H? Yeah, like bow, like, or bow, like, yeah, bow, deck the yeah. halls with bowels of holly. It's the same. Did you say bowels of holly? <laughs> Bowels of holly. Bowels of holly. Bowels of holly, yes. I I feel like that'd be uncomfortable. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, never know until you try. Yeah, that's true. Just shooting out little little red balls. (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. Pew. What the fuck? 
<laughs> ah! And a woman came walking out. It was <laughs> it was squatty woman. <laughs> then he r- went right on by and did not answer her joking. Then as he went on, squatty woman became very angry and said, you are very haughty. Now you will see. Ooh. Then she followed Gluskabe. He went along so fast that whenever she came to an outlook, she could not see him. She said, the Glaskube is a very swift man. When she reached the mouth of the river, looking across a rocky point, she saw him going along after the moose. Then he jumped across. His dog overtook him, he said. You sit here and watch for Squatty Woman. <laughs> hey, keep an eye out for Fatty over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking Squatty Woman. Oh, God. Again, their words, folks. I'm just reading this thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Accordingly, the dog sat down and watched for her. When she came down to the river, she saw the rocky point and jumped across in the same place where Gluskabe landed. She said, Chi, you will see soon. Then she beheld the big dog and became disheartened and turned back. He followed the moose and on the fourth day overtook him and killed him. He took his insides out and threw them to his dog. (laughs) Jeez. He gutted the damn moose and was like, here, Rover. They reached the distance of three looks. His dog ate as far as they went. As the intestines fell in the water, so they lay and sank, turning into stone and may still be seen white on the bottom of the river. Now it is called the, oh boy, muskak, uh, mus, muskatki, which is the moose hind parts. Okay, so now you guys know. Muskatki. Moose's ass. Heard. It's, it's a, yeah, moose's moose, ass. It's a moose's ass. Then he turned to his dog in the stone, and there he sits too. Then Gluskabi returned and cooked his moose meat in his kettle near the big lake. When he had eaten, he turned his kettle over and left it there turned into stone. Now it may still be seen. It is the mountain called Keneal. Then he went back and told his people, his descendants, Now I have killed the big beast. He will never bother you again. They rejoiced and said, You have done very much for us. We thank you exceedingly altogether. Yeah, that's that's what happened. It sounds right. I mean, I mean, you know, fucking killer moose and a dog that turns to stone that eats moose insides. Sounds legit. I mean, who hasn't had that? Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I've... I deal with weird stuff all day. Where do you think sure. statues of dogs come from? <laughs> from Muscabe? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Logic. Maybe. Makes sense. Another Muscabe. witch legend is that of Squat or Squanet. And some Algonquin legends of Massachusetts and Connecticut. Squan- Squanet is the wife of the hero Moshop. Though Moshop is usually portrayed as a giant, Squanet is uh, considered one of the little people. Mm-hmm. Or the Makiawisug. Uh, hold on. Makiawisug. Makiawisug. That's, that's, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm so sorry <laughs> for our a- ancestors for me just butchering this. Stories about Squanet vary widely from community to community. Still, she usually has magical powers and is often associated with the sea and storms. According to some legends, severe storms are caused by Squanet's arguments with her husband. I could see that happening. I mean, I've been a part of yeah. some of those, and they're pretty rough. Squanet is typically described as a tiny woman, no more than two or three foot tall. With long hair and little feet, her footprints are often confused for a rabbit's. She is usually portrayed as an old woman and is affectionately called Granny Squanet or Old Squant by many storytellers. There you go. 
bitch guys didn't know about that one, did you? No. All right. So this next one is actually, well, not actually, but this next one's super cool too. It's called Rolling Head, also known as a severed head, the cannibal head, or the greatest one, wife's head. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And this has to do with squanet, so just keep that in mind. Remember the, the, the little lady up top there. All right, yeah. so we're going to go ahead. So the legend is generally associated with the Cheyenne, uh, Ojibwe, the Cree, the Arapaho, and the, oh, my God, Asimboini? Is that is that right? I don't know. A-S-S-I-N-I-B-O-I-N-E. I think one of those S's are, is uh, silent. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> It looks like ass and bone is what it looks like. <laughs> ass and bone. It looks like ass and bone. Oh, it's a symphony. A symphony. Ah, <laughs> is it? Is it? I have no, no idea. It makes sense though. I'm giving you that one because that looks. That sounds way better than ass and bone. You know the ass and bone tribe. A symphony. A symphony tribe. Yeah. Okay. That 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 sounds better. A symphony tribe. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So this shit's fucking. Hey, this is why you brought me on. All right, that's right. That's you. right. Even though you ate pretzels. Anyway, so <laughs> the, these are literally disembodied heads with long tangled hair that roll around right. looking for humans to kill and eat. That's what mm. these are. Okay, and <laughs> again, they're called rolling heads or severed heads, cannibal heads, or wife's heads. Okay, so we're gonna talk about this story here. So quote. Oh, okay, here, hold up. Oh, it is oh. pronounced. As Asinibwan. 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 Yes. So it's not like Asinibone. It's not Asinbone. No, it's it's closer to with a Asinibun. Asinibwan. Yeah. Asinibun. It does sound like that's, a Cinnabon. <laughs> Dude, I could go for a Cinnabon right now. Oh. Cinnabon. Yeah, that sounds Asinibwan. Yes. Okay. Yes. I a Sibony sounded good too, but Asinbone just wasn't working. It's it the uh, the second so there's a double I in the pronunciation, so I don't know if there's mm. like I don't know how to pronounce the double I, but uh, it's spelled the, they spell the pronunciation as s asinibwan asinibwan Asini, a, a, like asinibwan something like that. I don't know if the double I is asinibwan buan asinibwan buan asinibwan buan asinibwan buan. Sorry, making my own shit up here. So rolling heads are created with victims of particularly violent murder rise from the dead to seek revenge. In most stories, an angry man seeks revenge on his wife for being unfaithful and kills her. Hence the wife's head. In some cases, however, the victim is killed due to witchcraft or violating some other taboo. Sometimes the story is made more gruesome by adding what else? Forced cannibalism. The homicidal husband either feeds his dead wife's flesh to the children or else uh, feeds her dead lover's flesh to her before killing her. Yeah. That seems fun. Wait, play play that again so we can hear the uh, pronunciation of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Assiniboine. 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 Okay, that works. So we can imagine the victim is pretty pissed off about being murdered. So what happens, you ask? Yeah. Well, the victim's I'd head, be upset. it pops out of the grave to take revenge on the murderer. Of course it does. <laughs> All I'm picturing right now is like uh, that scene from The Thing where the dude's hit, like 
he's on the t- and his fucking head rips off and turns into that spider thing. Dude. I just had literally, <laughs> dude, two days ago, I just had my 16 year old daughter watch the thing for the first time. Oh, so good. <laughs> and when we went into it, because of course these young kids, they don't, they don't it's understand. The they, they don't understand like, uh, like actual effects. You know, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to explain like to her. I'm like, I'm like, this is like somebody made that thing to do yeah, that. It's all real. And, yeah. And then when, yeah, the guy's pumping on his chest and his chest opens up and bites and his arms him. off. Yes. And then the head falls off and takes off running across the floor. Yep. It's the, it's the, it's probably in cinematic history, in my opinion, one of the most frightening yet funny moments ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy's arms are like, ah, and all of a sudden this thing just goes, but it doesn't just leave. It goes a little bit, turns around, and its eyes pop out and look back, and it yep. goes. And the dude's just like, "What?" It's the it's f- it's so good. And she, no, he's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding <laughs> yeah. me!" She she actually enjoyed it. She thought it was a great movie. Oh, it's so good. Dude. Yeah, but by the way, she thinks um, Evil Dead is the worst movie ever. Like the original one? Yeah, the original. You know, I like you and your family, but you can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I told her I was going to tell you too. I swear to God, I was like, "Wait till I tell Uncle Moody, man. He's going to be pissed." <laughs> I am. I am. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Disowned. Yeah. Gone. 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 I don't know what to say to that. Dude. Yeah. I, I have no response. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> fucked. Pretty fucked up. Okay, but okay, it doesn't stop there with just the head coming out and like trying to take revenge. Okay. Okay. The head goes after its children. Like the person, the murderer's children and neighbors until someone can actually kill the fucking thing. (laughs) Jesus, dude. (laughs) All right. So this thing's just murdering, murking everybody. And it's just, it's a head. It's a fucking head. You hear a knock at the door. You open it. You're like, what? I don't, what the, and you look down. It's just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you open the door. You don't even hear anything. You just hear a, as it rolls in by itself. (laughs) Like, what the fuck was that? You just, (laughs) the thud, like, Fuck is that? Who invited Spalding? <laughs> so it is sometimes said that rolling heads can only be killed by drowning. In some uh, Ojibwe and Cree folklore, a drowned rolling head becomes the first sturgeon. But in other stories, rolling heads were defeated through magical power or by causing them to fall off cliffs or into pits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're tricking it to fall off a cliff. <laughs> Come here, little head. Come here. Come here. Just and you move out of the way real the quick. Cliff. Ah! Yeah, you just like stand at the edge of the cliff, like, come and get me. Come on. Dude, I'd be fucking soccer kicking that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> boom. Go! <laughs> just gone. Go! <laughs> punting it around yes, until just it's finally fuck. just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm leaving. Except <laughs> my <laughs> luck, though, you, I'd go to kick it and like its mouth would latch onto my toe or something like that. And then <laughs> I'd just be, be having a thing on my foot. You know what I mean? So that's, that's my well, luck. Hopefully you'd have shoes on. No, you do a barefooted, dude. Why would you do that? So you can feel the kick. That's right. That's right. It's not a football. <laughs> football. Football. It's football. <laughs> so now, again, we don't know about you listeners out there, but this shit, it's 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 horror comedy gold. That's to me. It I would is. I would watch that movie all day long. I, I can't believe that no one's made a movie about yeah, that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So we found a short version of this legend from Stith. Thompson's 1929 collection tales of the North American Indians. And we believe this is a Cheyenne version of that same legend. Okay. Ah, so I'm probably going to screw up a lot of words and I apologize. And it may sound weird because it is translated. So, uh, quote in a solitary tent lived a lone family, a man, his wife, and two children. When the man went out hunting, he always painted his wife's face and body before he started in the morning. (laughs) 
Of course. Uh, I really hope they mean like actual paints, because if not, this is getting real weird real fast. Do you, are you trying to imply that that's a jizz joke from the 1800s? <laughs> 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 yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) His wife went for water to a lake nearby. She always went to the same place. And when she came to the lake, she took off her clothes as if to bathe. Then a large snake rose out of the lake. She got painted earlier. (laughs) She did. I told you. (laughs) So a large snake rose out of the lake. After the woman had spoken to it and told it to appear, the snake asked her to come out to him. Since her husband had gone away hunting, the woman did as the snake said. Every morning, she went to the lake. Her husband brought back meat, and she and the children were glad. The man did not know what happened. He did not know that his wife went after water to the lake and met a large snake. But one day, he asked her what he uh, what made the paint come off of her. <laughs> hey, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a fucking child. Um, she said that she took a bath. Next morning, he started off as to hunt, but dug a hiding place near the lake to see what his wife did. So he's fucking like, he's like, he dug a, he dug a <laughs> foxhole. Just to see. He's like, bitch. man, this bitch is lying. She's lying. I know she's lying. So he dug a hole and that's what he did. It's like not deep enough though. His head's thinking that she thinks it's a rolling head. <laughs> yeah, kicks it. the last story. <laughs> Just runs up to him, punts him in the face. Right. Oh shit. So she came to the shore. Now he's in this hole. She came to the shore <laughs> and called to the snake. Come, I am waiting. Then he saw a big old snake rise from the water and asked her if her husband had gone hunting. She answered, yes, I am coming. This whole thing sounds like a big <laughs> dick joke, dude. <laughs> oh, wait, it gets better. She okay. took off her clothes and entered oh. the lake and the snake okay. was soon around her. Hey. The man had watched them and now leaving his hiding place, he jumped on the snake and with a large knife cut it into pieces and at last had killed it. Then he <laughs> caught his Robin wife, style. but then he caught his wife and killed her. Oh, he oh, cut geez. her up just for fucking a snake, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, where's the boundary lines here? Come on. Like, come on. Let's let's talk Same. about this. Well, he cut her up and he took her meat home and gave it to his children. again this is like something from 1912 folks so mommy's not coming home guys but here have the chili (laughs) oh no mommy's home try this (laughs) was was that south park where fucking cartman kills that kid's parents and feeds them yeah 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 Yeah. so he cooked his wife and the children unknowingly ate their mother then the man said to them quote Tell your mother when she comes home that I went to get more meat, which I left hanging on a tree so that the wolves cannot reach it. And then he went away. The younger child said, our mother is merely teasing us by staying away. But the older girl answered, do not say anything against our mother. Then their mother's head came rolling to them. And it said, (laughs) I am very sorry that my children have eaten me up. (laughs) Imagine finding out that's how you find. That's where your mom's at. That right there is trauma, folks. That's trauma. Yeah. These kids are yeah, a little bit fucked for the rest of their yeah, lives. A little bit. A little bit. Yep, the, yep, yep. The two children ran away, but the head pursued them. At last, they were worn out, but their mother's head still rolled after them. <laughs> then the older grew, drew a line or mark on the ground and so deep a hole opened that the oh head could God. not cross. The younger girl was very hungry. She said to her sister, look at that deer. 
The older girl looked at the deer and it fell down as if shot. So they ate it. Then someone was kind to them and helped them. And they lived in a large lodge and had much food of various kinds to eat. Two large panthers and two large black bears guarded them against all wild animals and persons. What is happening right now? I feel like the end is just lazy storytelling. <laughs> they were like, they all how do we end this? Man, I don't know. I've been working on this for two weeks. Just say like two large panthers and two big bears protected him. You know, how did they get away from the head? I don't know. They dug a hole and the head fell in. <laughs> right. Whatever. Like, so a camp of people were starving. Neither buffalo nor smaller game could be found. The people heard that the children had an abundance of food of all kinds, and they all moved to them. When they arrived, the children invited them, and the various companies came and ate with them. Finally, they all went out again. Only the children's father now stayed with them again, but they regretted what he had done to them, so they caused the lions to jump upon their father, and he was killed. <laughs> this is like... Where'd the lions come from? Because that was not in the beginning part of this. No, that it wasn't was two at all. panthers and two Blair when bears. Hell, when the hell did their fucking dad come back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went out for smokes and didn't bother coming back, and now all of a sudden he's back. I don't even know what's happening. Oh my god! Oh, and, and literally, and Moody has this in here. The translation seems rough near the end. <laughs> But it's still a crazy tale. Okay, if that if the translation is like loose, I really uh, need to know what the exact translation of that is. Yeah, because I don't know like if you I said, want to know that the, seems very like just shitty storytelling at the end. Yeah, it's like that's what I mean. Like, was the guy who was like, I I feel like the guy was translating the story and like he fucking like lost a page at the end. It was like, fuck. Starting a new one? <laughs> I gotta make this shit up now because I don't know how the story ends. So he just made it up. And he's like, okay, they live happily. Then they find some... De- and then some other people come. Oh, dad's back. And then they kill him. And uh, okay, that's it. And there's a deer and lions and, and tigers and bears. And on a oh, side my. Note, oh, my. On a, on a side note, imagine like you're just chilling like with your friends or whatever. And like you look and there's these two little kids come like... Say you're at a restaurant, right? You're okay, sitting by the okay. window, uh-huh. and these two little kids come fucking booking by the window. You're just like, okay. And then, like, a second later, just a fucking head rolling after him, yelling <laughs> at him. You ate me! Why did you eat me? You guys ever see the old SpaghettiOs commercials where the can just falls down and follows them home? <laughs> no. no. I don't remember that. You've never seen that? Uh, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't SpaghettiOs. It was uh, uh, Chef Boyardee, the ravioli cans. It would fall off the aisle, but a kid was like walking by. was like, oh, I really want this, Mom. Can I have it? She's like, no. So he puts it back on. And all of a sudden, it falls down and just follows them home the entire time. I just picture a rolling head now. Yeah, that's not I, creepy I thought, at all. That's... I thought I was the one that was high. Dude. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? All right, so this Shut next up. one is called Two-Face. And no, we're not talking about that asshole co-worker, or co-worker that pretended to be nice to you, then sold you out for gaming in the bathroom and got you fired. Not that that didn't happen to Moody. Also, I'm not retur- referring to the <laughs> Batman villain Two-Face. You know, the ma- ma- malevolent humanoid here that we're talking about is a creature primarily associated with the Plains Indian tribes like the Omaha, the Cheyenne, and the Sioux. There are similar creatures related to uh, the Iowa, or the Double Face, uh-huh. Crow, and Wichita, which is the headless man. Crow, by the way, is sharp elbows. So these are three different creatures. It's, it's the Iowa yeah. double face. Yeah. The translation of the creature is sharp elbows. Sharp elbows. Yeah. 
yeah. cr- but crow. But does that is that what crow means? Like the bird crow? No, means? no, no. The 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 crow word for what this thing is is like the tribe. Oh, oh that crow, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. But then bean what is Iowa then? That's the name. Of, that's the word. No, it's okay. Hold on, I'm going to reread this. There are similar cr- creatures related to the Iowa, which is double yeah. face crow sharp elbows and wichita the headless man right so those are all so related are those different to tribes the, so iowa means uh d- like two-faced or whatever and then the crow tribe their version is the sharp elbows and then whatever the last one was their version is whatever okay so it's just whatever the, whoever I must, wrote this I, it is sounds just like really i poorly. just skipped yeah. it sounds like i missed a word it's like lazy writing again is what it is correct yeah just like that last story <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I finished that story. That was me. No. I, couldn't find, I couldn't find the rest of it, so I just finished it. In some tribes, two faces are described as ogres, but most often the two faces resemble a human except for having a second face on the back of his head or her head. If people, if people happen to make eye contact with this double face, they will either be struck dead or paralyzed with fear until the two face no. returns to murder them. <laughs> yep. In some traditions, okay. there is only one two-face and a female in some tribes and male in others, while other traditions suggest a whole race of two-faces. The, oh, my. Yeah, the misdeeds of two-face range from murdering and mutilating people to cannibalism to kidnapping or even just frightening, misbehaving children. <laughs> I need them around my house. Th- that seems like a, the spectrum is really big on this one. <laughs> Jesus. Some Sioux legends attribute fits from children and night terrors to a double-faced woman. The following version of the legend is said to be a common story that was related to an author on native language, uh, nativelanguages.org. The person who told yeah. the story was of Omaha descent and remained anonymous. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. Because that's because they didn't want to get attacked by this crazy two-faced sharp elbow guy. Right. <laughs> so quote, an Omaha woman was pregnant with twins. Before her husband went out hunting, he used uh, used to warn her, if any strange person comes here while I am out, just don't look at him. You could be in danger. That seems ominous as shit. A little bit. Yeah. One day, an old man came to the lodge while the man was hunting, and the woman sat back with her children, right? She didn't look at him. He came back the next day and still did not look at him. On the third day, he came back to the lodge again, but the woman still would not look at him. But on the fourth day, when he came back, she couldn't stand it anymore, and she peeked. She saw a two-face, a man-eating ogre. Everyone who looked at him died. The Omaha woman died as soon as she laid eyes on him, and the two-face cut her up and ate her. He took one of her babies out of her body and threw it in the woods, but he didn't notice the other one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with these people? I I don't know. I don't know. I really want to know where the... uh, I I guess the the, the logic... The lesson is. Where's the lesson in this? I just yell at my kids. I don't make shit up like this to scare the living fuck out of them. <laughs> is it, like, well, hold on. Is this, is this literally like the Native American don't talk to strangers? It sounds like it. Kind of sounds like it. Yeah. I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> someone told me that story. Listen, if you talk to strangers. I'm, like, I'm not leaving my goddamn house. Fuck you. Not only is it going to kill you, but it's going to take the baby out of your body and throw it in the woods. <laughs> goddamn, dad. Seriously. Hello gamers, I'm Jonathan Sayer, aka Killer Vocalist, a middle-aged father of four attempting to get back into video games with the help of my best friend Jeff, aka Standard J. 
my oldest son, Logan, a.k.a. I'm Over This, and our Mexican friend, Davey the Vato. Join us each week as they hilariously attempt to teach me how to play the new games, the terminology, and everything video game related right here on the Generation AFK Podcast. That's Generation AFK Podcast. And remember, old gamers have feelings too. Find it wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So when the woman's (laughs) husband came back and saw her remains, he knew what had happened. He started to grieve, but then he noticed the baby was still alive. So he'd better take care of him. He didn't know there were two babies. The other one was still in the woods. (laughs) It's not funny. I'm sorry. A a bean mouse adopted him and fed him on beans. So the the first twin grew up wild. A bean mouse. mouse, Yes. Is that a thing? Apparently. Mm -hmm. But, but, But listen, the first twin grew up wild. So this is oh, literally man. like Danny DeVito. It's Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger right now is what we're dealing with. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. dude. When the twins got older, they met each other again and knew they were brothers. They grew up to become heroes and have many adventures together. But that is another story for another day. No, I want that story. I want the rest of that. <laughs> we already know, saw like, it. That's what Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> we need to get that fucking palate cleanser after that fucking... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck of a mess. So now... On to the super on-the-nose Sharp Elbows myth. Sharp Elbows is a malevolent humanoid monster of the Shawari and uh, Winnebago tribes. He resembles a human, but with long bone spikes protruding from his elbows, which he uses to stab people to death. In some stories, he has a second face on the back of his head, like the Sioux double face. In some stories, Sharp Elbows is a predator who eats humans, but in most, he's an evil being who kills simply for the sake of killing, frequently targeting women and children. That is fucking terrifying. Hmm. I I couldn't imagine being a kid back in the day where everything they told you was like, something's going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Like something, something's going to kill you. Well, dad, what if I, nope, nope, it's going to kill you. That one right there is like to keep the kids in line and to keep the wife in the kitchen. Like, oh, he brings on women and children. I'm just saying, he ain't yeah. gonna fuck with me. He ain't gonna mess with me. Like, you guys better, yeah. you better get your shit together. <laughs> you better straighten the fuck up, is what I'm saying. Because old fucking sharp elbows. So next up, <laughs> we have the Joga. Okay, or the Joga or Jungis are a race of small humanoid nature spirits from Iroquois folklore, sometimes referred to in English as dwarves or pygmies and we've discussed those in the past they are usually invisible but sometimes reveal themselves to humans particularly to children particularly particularly to children elders and medicine people in most tribes the joga are described as being knee high (laughs) although tuscarora tuscarora little people are said to be four foot tall they are often associated with the thunder god Thor, who is said to be their grandfather. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I'm just Wait kidding. Wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. It's Henan, not Thor. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to put that in there and oh, make you go. No. Wait a minute. So uh, I often need I clarification. Did, go, yeah. did you hear me? I said that. Yeah, you did. I said, Wait a minute. <laughs> I need clarification on my thunder god sometimes, so I apologize. So I was unaware of this, however, but Henan is the Iroquois thunder god. He is the eldest brother and leader of the winged race of thunders, magical beings who live in the sky and cause thunder and lightning. I thought that was pretty cool to find out about it. That's awesome. Like legit. I thought that was awesome. Although the, the thunders are dangerous and their gaze can bring death to mortal man. They usually play a positive role in Iroquois legends and spirituality. 
They are typically portrayed as honorable and fair. Henon is the sworn enemy of the horned serpent Onair and often rescues people from the serpent. Remember we were talking earlier about the big snake up there? Um, So Henon is usually described as an ally of the cultural hero Skyholder. Fucking great name, by the way. Skyholder. Why is that not a movie? That's what I'm saying. And we had that. It's called uh, Star Wars. Not Skywalker. Skywalker. No, not Sky. Oh. Skyholder. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I, I think Skyholder is better. And in a few accounts is a third brother of Skyholder and Flint. He is typically depicted as a winged man, although he is sometimes said to shapeshift in form between a human and a giant bird. He has taken Iroquois women as wives in some stories, as produced uh, and produced demigod children. Some ir- awesome. <laughs> some Iroquois people, particularly the Senecas, refer to Henon as grandfather and the high god. Oh boy, Hagwadayu may be one of his aspects. Whatever the hell that means, we should definitely take a train ride on the Thunders because that sounds like an amazing story to talk about. Yeah. So we gotta revisit this and talk Son about Thunders. What'd you do now? I don't know. <laughs> So now the Joga, back to these guys, may play tricks and might even be dangerous to people who disrespect them or their natural home, but they are generally friendly toward the Iroquois and will sometimes do favors for people who leave tobacco and other offerings for them. Do they live in trees and make cookies? (laughs) I can only hope. I can only hope. That's where Keebler came from. (laughs) It came from a Native American legend. You know what sounds awesome? You know those things they're talking about? What if they made cookies? Somebody get those fuckers to make me some chocolate fudge cookies, goddammit. Dude, I like the the ones with the, the stripes on top of it, the chocolate stripes. With, and then That's what I'm talking about. The back yeah. of them has the just the straight chocolate the on chocolate it. Chocolate on the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to the store. Are those like the Samoans or something? No, what no, the fuck those are those? Girl Scout fudge cookies. stripes. They're called fudge stripes. Yeah, fudge, oh, fudge stripes. stripes. Yeah, yeah. They're dude. Kind of like so your good. underpants. Aww. <laughs> 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 That's why I wear black underwear. Anyway, <laughs> so the Joga, again, they play tricks or whatever. So several different types of Joga or little people. People Often uh, they appear in Iroquois folklore. Uh, my mouth just said no. <laughs> they appear in Iroquois folklore. So Gahongas are stone throwers or stone rollers are earth spirits who live on rocky riverbanks and caves. They are enormously strong. Gahongas. Yeah. Gahongas. Are they big Gahongas? Big big Gahongas. (laughs) Do people like to play with the Gahongas? All the time. All the time. So they're strong and they're responsible for moving rocks around the countryside. So Gandaya or drum dancers are nature spirits who often help respectful Iroquois farmers with their crops. They got the name drum dancers because they were always invisible. So only the sound of their drums signaled their presence to the Iroquois. Uh, Could that be like thunder? (laughs) Dude, how come like old, old school, like this kind of shit is so much cooler than anything going on today. And we don't do like, anything about it. There's has have you have, guys have, ever heard of all this shit going on right now that we're talking they about? They have they have all this cool stuff, and we have like creepy pastas and stupid right. shit like that, dude. right? And this is stuff that they literally would like. They would tell. Believe, they believe this, crap right? Too. And and they they I don't told, mean to call it crap, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But but they told like this this, this is generations that went down. Yeah. Like, this, this is literal. Like they told them like, listen, 
the drum dancers in the sky and then, you know, the freaking sky this shit was going on. This shit was going on before we knew about the native Americans. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is like ancient shit. Yeah. Right. So when you sent this over to me, cause I didn't know you were actually doing this episode and like, this is what the episode was going to be. I like to surprise you. And so I sat down and of course I'm doing my editing and stuff like that. And I was so enthralled by this entire thing. It's awesome. Like, it's just, it's super cool to me, especially you have rolling heads chasing after you, you know, like, <laughs> It's just, it's wild to me. It's so it's super Chicks wild. Are banging snakes and shit. Right. It's you know crazy. what I mean? Like it's just in little babies being thrown in the fucking woods. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. But, God, but, but, dude. but the baby survived and they became friends. Remember they got together it and did. they that became heroes true. actually is what it, it was, said. It was a, yeah. it was a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. Right. Something like that. I love a happy ending. Like when that dude painted the chick. Right. <laughs> All over her face. Which is why she, it was his fault. That's why she went to take a bath. That's true. So I mean, it's really on him. You can't walk around all day with that on you. I'm just saying. No. You can't. Do I that. mean, that's gross. Anyway. <laughs> so Odos are, are gnomes that uh, live underground and control snakes and subterranean monsters. Huh. So we found an Iroquois legend of the Jogio. Okay. Um, yeah, I mispronounced it earlier. I kept calling it a Joga. It's Jogio. Their version okay. of... Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It is the Joga, but uh, the Iroquois version is the Jogio. So it's the same thing, uh, but it's their version. And oh, yeah. uh, this was found on indigenouspeople.net, which yes. I love that that's an actual website. Uh, this <laughs> one's a bit longer, but it's a good one here. So, quote, there once was a boy whose parents had died. That's a rough start. He lived with his uncle who did not treat him well. Uh, again, oh, boy. it's not good. So the uncle dressed the boy in rags, and because of this, the boy was called Dirty Clothes. They're pretty on the nose with names. Oh my god, dude! They're pretty on. Like, the, yeah. Could you imagine meeting that guy like like in this day and age? And he's like, "Oh, I'm part of this tribe," and like you're expecting like soaring eagle or like whatever. And he, and like what <laughs> walks is your, with what is, thunder. Yeah, like and then you're like, "What is your native? What is your name?" And he's like, "Dirty clothes." <laughs> no, he didn't like, say it with that confidence though. He, you said, "You're just like, what, what is your name?" He goes, "Dirty clothes." <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, wait, wait a minute. What? What is your like? That's a joke, right? He's, no, no, no. That's my name. It's that's my name. Clothes. Yeah. And why is that? Because why, why is that? Because I smell because like I shit, dude. Dirty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I smell like shit. Yeah. So this boy, uncle, however, uh, didn't buy me any good <laughs> My uncle was a dick. He was so an this boy, dirty clothes. He was a good hunter, however. He would spend many hours in the forest hunting food for his lazy uncle, who would not hunt for himself. The uncle sounds like a dick. Yeah. So one day, Dirty Clothes walked near the river, two squirrels that he had shot hanging from his belt. He walked near the cliffs, which rose from the water. This is where the little people, the Jogio, often beat their drums. Most of the hunters from the village were afraid to go near this place, but Dirty Clothes, well, he remembered the words his mother had spoken years ago. Quote, whenever you walk with good in your heart, you should never be afraid. I love that. I absolutely love that. No, you, you walk, you, you're pure, man. You're good. You've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. So a hickory tree grew there near the river. He saw something moving in its branches. A black squirrel was hopping up uh, about high up in the uh, top of the tree. When Dirty Clothes heard a small voice, shoot again, brother. The small voice said, you still have not hit him. That's not creepy. And anyway, <laughs> Dirty Clothes looked down and there near his feet were two small hunters. As he watched, one of them shot an arrow, but it fell short of the black squirrel. Because he's little, he doesn't have a real good aim. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> little, little guy. Little lark. Lark. Get the little guy. Ah, Dirty Clothes thought. They will never succeed like that. I must help them. He drew his bow and with one shot brought down the squirrel. The tiny hunters ran to the squirrel. Whose arrow is this? Asked one of them. 
they looked up and saw the boy. Eeyah, said one of the tiny hunters. You have shot well, the squirrel is yours. The two small hunters were very glad. Come with us, they said. Come visit our lodge so we can thank you properly. Dirty clothes thought about his uncle, but it was still early in the day, and he thought uh, he thought he could you know hunt some more after visiting them. Um, I will come with you, Dirty Clothes said. The two little people led the boy to the river. There, a tiny canoe was waiting, only as big as one of his shoes. But his friends told him to step inside. He took one step and found he he had become as small as the tiny hunters and was sitting with them inside their canoe. So this is like. Uh, uh, what the hell is that? Uh, Alice in Wonderland before Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, <laughs> kind of sounds like you know it. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So the little people dipped their pad, uh, their paddles, and up the canoe rose into the air. Okay, so it's, now it's levitating. It flew above the hickory tree straight to the cliffs and into a cave, the place where the Jogio people lived. There, the two hunters told their story to the other little people gathered there, who greeted the boy as a friend. You must stay with us, his new friend said, for just a short time, so we can teach you. Then the Jogio taught Dirty Clothes things which he had never known. They told him many useful things about the birds and the forest animals. They taught him much about the corn and the squash and the beans which feed human life. They taught him about the strawberries which glow each June uh, like embers in the grass and showed him how to make a special drink which the little people love. That's called liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Last, they showed him a new dance to teach his people, a dance to be done in the darkened place so the little people could come and dance with them unseen, a dance which would honor the Jogio and thank them for their gifts. Four days passed, and the boy knew that the time had come for him to leave. I must go to my village, he told his friends. So it was with that, with the two small hunters, he set out walking towards his home. As they walked with him, his two friends pointed the, uh, to the many plants which were useful, and the boy looked at each plant carefully, remembering its name. Later, when he turned to look back at his friends, he found himself standing all alone in a field near the edge of the village. Dirty Clothes walked into the village, wondering how so many things had changed in just four days. It was the same place, yet nothing was the same. People watched him as he walked, and finally a woman came up to him. You are welcome here, strangers, said the woman. Please tell us who you are. Don't you know, he answered. I'm, I'm Dirty Clothes. How can that be, said the woman. Your clothing is beautiful. All that he saw, his old rags were gone. The things were now, uh, his uh, the things he wore were now of fine new buckskin, embroidered with moose hair and porcupine quills. Because that's what I'm saying. I want to wear that. Where is my uncle? He asked the woman, the one who lived there in the lodge and had a nephew dressed in rags. There, an old man spoke up from the crowd. Ah, said the old man, that lazy person, he's been dead for many years. And why would a fine young warrior like, uh, like you look for such a man? Dirty Clothes looked at himself and saw he was no longer a boy. He had become a full-grown man and towered over the people of his village. I see, he said, the little people have given me more gifts than I thought. And he began to tell a story. The wisest of the old men and women listened well to this young warrior. They learned many things just by listening. That night, all his people did the dark dance to, the, to thank the Jogio for their gifts, and in the darkness of the lodge, they heard the voices of the little people joining in in the song. Glad to know that the human beings were grateful for their gifts. And so it is, even to this day, that the little people remain the friends of the people of the Longhouse, and the dark dance is done even to this day. That's pretty. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. To me, that'd yeah. be a cool, like even not, not maybe not a movie, but like a you know, a small whatever. Like it's I don't know. It's got a. No, that should be a fucking movie. What am I talking about? That should be a great movie. 
for sure. No, that would be cool. I think that that one has a lot to do with like, uh, if you're kind, you can kind of like things will work out for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's kind of what the, the story they're telling there. Like, you know, even though your uncle was a piece of shit and was lazy and whatever, you see what happened to him. The motherfucker died. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he right. did. He did. And we don't care but about if, him. But if I you're dying, you, say. he did. <laughs> yeah. That colonel. <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, we only covered a few native legends, uh, but we can tell you there are so many more and we might actually come back for a part two of this because this is to me is super enthralling. I love this shit. So diving into this topic, we had no clue about the number of legends, myths, and monsters that were in the native cultures here in the United States. There were so many fascinating resources, and, and the, the, crazy part, uh, crazy, the crazy part <laughs> is that for every monster or evil entity, there are as many tales of heroes and good beings, like we were talking about earlier, um, that guide you in life and protect you. So we literally want you guys to, you know, if you're interested in this, jump down the rabbit hole. You, you, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, it's super there's, fun. There's, cool. some, there's a lot of really cool ones that we didn't get to. Yeah. Like it, we could like literally, we could probably have like four episodes worth of shit. And, and to be honest, I would not and be mad about that. they're all cool as fuck too. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be mad about that. I really want to come back and do like at least, I don't know, maybe we'll just do these intermittently, you know, because yeah, it's, it's be cool. there's a lot out there. Um, it's it, it, seriously like you guys listen to it and, and I only wish we had enough time to actually cover it on this one so we might actually do it you know more often and uh, we didn't even get into the lake monsters the Bigfoot legends so yeah. some dude named blood clot boy who, yes. who was basically a superhero killing monsters and evildoers uh, tons yeah. of mythological creatures and heroes like the thunders that we mentioned earlier nature yeah. spirits trickster legends and the list goes on and on so do do yourself a favor do us a favor and uh you know block out a day and just jump down that hole man it's 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 pretty awesome and this is especially if you're from america and i know we have a lot of listeners from you know outside of the united states um if you are from here this is lineage this is this is like shit before we like the 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 settlers came over and you know fucked everything up um, so, so dive into it. It's super awesome. So a bulk of the in, information, uh, information, information for this episode, bulk of the information. <laughs> it was taken from native languages.org and, uh, an amazing resource. So, um, yeah, it's, that, it's a great place. Yeah. Great website. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great. And you guys should check it out and we're going to dive back into it. But in the meantime, I think y'all know what time it is. So I'm intrigued by this list for movies because uh, I want to know how many of these Logan has actually seen. <laughs> we already know the answer to that, but all right, keep going. All right. So these are nine of the, uh, let's see, the top, what is it? Uh, the best native and indigenous horror movies. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with number nine and I'll, I'll dancing I'll, with wolves. <laughs> that's not really a horror movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Damn. Yeah, I did. I love it actually. Do you? That is yeah, one of the most it makes me cry. boring movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, okay. Yeah, no offense. It's just, it's so, it's such a slow burn. <laughs> God. I love that movie. It made me cry. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> your it feelings sucks. aren't shit. <laughs> it sucks and your opinion sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so number nine on the list, we have The Deadlands from 2014. So The Deadlands is not exactly a horror film as much as an action film, but features ghosts, monsters, and cannibalism 
So they feel that the spirits is there. So no pun intended, as this writer says, it is interesting that it's an action film that critiques the uh, warrior culture that leads to senseless bloodshed, though the commentary might get lost in the incredible action sequences. Either way, it's always interesting to see pro uh, or pre-colonial Maori, Maori, yeah, culture being depicted in film. So I've never seen this before. Anyone? No, I haven't nope. seen it. Yeah, I've heard of it, I've never seen it. All right, so we definitely have to check that it. one out. Uh, let's see. Next one, number eight, is Nightingale. Oh, yeah. What? You've I've seen that. You've, you've heard, heard it? I don't <laughs> think it's, yeah, I haven't seen it, though. <laughs> so Nightingale is technically not a horror movie. This is the second one that's not a horror movie on a horror movie list. It's officially a thriller drama, but it is a movie so horrific that the Sydney Film Festival had to have counselors on standby. Oh my God. Wow. And 30 of the 600 audience members walked out. Warning, this movie features rape, the murder of a child, and the genocide of indigenous people. But it's not for shock value. It deals with horror, uh, the horror of colonization and the dehumanization used against people uh, seen as inferior. Also, the movie is about a white woman, an Irish convict named Claire, as much as it is about the genocide of Tasmanian aboriginals. But the ending should not be discounted. Okay, that I'm intrigued by that. Like off the rip. I, yeah. I've yeah. heard that it was crazy. I don't want to watch it. I want to see that. And number seven on our list here <laughs> is Mohawk. <laughs> okay. A unique take on home invasion horror with Mohawk women fighting against American invaders in their homeland or a woman. I'm, I'm sorry. In her homeland. This movie brutally reminds us of the horror behind Manifest Destiny, which was super fucked up and Western Expansion. The production value isn't quite as good as Prey, but it's worth a look at a subversive story about one of um, the uh, many dark truths about our country's foundation. Anyone okay. seen this one? No, I haven't either. I've heard of, I've heard of this one as well, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's it's it's dude. Like one of these days, like I would like to possibly do an episode on like the Trail of Tears and Manifest Destiny and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's such a fucked up story that I don't even know if I want to touch that. You know what I mean? I, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. It's a bit of a downer. Yeah. I don't know if we should. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's not our cup of tea, but we'll let the other podcasters no. do that. Yeah. I yeah, do okay. like tea though. Yeah, I do. I like tea. I do. I like tea. Yeah. I do. I drink. I've been drinking uh liquid death. Their teas they have out lately and I, oh. I enjoy them. And it's, uh, good. Yeah. it's good. In fact, they I had a uh, good. Oh, please. No, after no, no, you. No, 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 sir. Please, after you, please. sir, I insist. Yours is, yours is probably I way insist. more interesting than mine anyways. Well, okay. So liquid death has this, um, um, well, they had, a uh, a basically like a um, a lemonade tea, and they called it Armless Palmer. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> do you know the story behind that? Well, they got sued yeah. <laughs> from the estate of Arnold Palmer, and so they changed the name to Dead Billionaire. <laughs> fantastic dude <laughs> it's so fun that, that is so a company amazing. that does not give a fuck and i swear to god i i we we've got to get them as a sponsor even even if it's just for us to be able to talk about them more because i love everything they do and their shit's good too it's like low yeah, calorie yeah. it's delicious it's 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 good shit yeah i love their marketing oh my god it's so good okay so number six sorry as my little rant there number six is uh the burrowers from 2008 anyone nope. okay uh, the Burrowers comments on the cascading effects of colonization on native people and the environment. 
during the era I'm of... A, I'm catching a common theme here. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like they're all about that. <laughs> during the era of the Old West, colonizers find themselves the target of a species called the burrowers, which have turned to eating people after most of the buffalo population, uh, population has been killed off. Even worse, most of the indigenous people who knew how to deal with the creatures have been killed off by cavalrymen who blamed them for the deaths of the settlers. The colonizers find themselves in a dangerous land of their own making with no hope of fixing the problem they created. That sounds cool as shit. Yeah, yeah that does sound pretty That dope. sounds super cool. Check that out. So you're going to come in and take over like a people and you create you're take this. Take my buffalo. Yeah. I'm going to eat your fucking face off. And you're going to come and Yeah. And then now the people that were, could help you are dead because you killed them. Because you're an asshole. Yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. Uh, number five, the dead can't dance. Uh, Anyone? Not heard? Of no, one, neither. That sounds vaguely familiar, but I could. Well, be there's wrong. a band called the called Dead Can Dance. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That might be. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a band that did a song called Dead Man's Party. Uh, oh, that song yes. is fucking phenomenal. Yes, yes. it's one of my all time. Dude, I love yeah. Oingo Boingo so much. Fucking Oingo Boingo. God, I love him. Sound like a Led Zeppelin song. Damn. And then that dude just writes. That just that dude now just writes fucking movies, movie music for every who else. movie out there. Any Danny uh, Elfman or Danny Elfman did any? Yeah, um, 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 what the he fuck? He does all Tim, Tim Burton's shit. movies. He did the yeah. Simpsons theme song as yep. Danny Elfman. Yeah, that dude's yeah, got. He's, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. And he's. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of this motherfucker? He's like seventy years he's old a, and ripped. And he is ripped dude. as fuck. Yep. He's like a non-creepy-looking carrot top. Yeah, he's shredded. <laughs> he's, sh- he's shredded, but like shredded in a good way, not like buff. Like, like he's just toned, and he's like seriously. He's hey, probably he's cut, man. Probably yeah. he's he's got to be yeah. mid sixties, I would say. He's probably no, he's, older than that. I think he's it's in a the dead 70s. man's party. Mm. Who could ask for more? I've actually used that a couple times on uh, bonuses. So yeah. okay, so the dead can't dance. This was Blood Quantum before mm. Blood Quantum. With a bit of Shaun of the Dead, Juan of the Dead comedy thrown in there. First of all, is there a Juan of the Dead movie? There is, yeah. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Danny it's, Elfman is 70, by the way. He is 70. Yeah, yeah I figured. Yeah, I, he, I've never seen Juan of the Dead. It's so stupid. What? Is it like Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> it's like it if it was all like a bunch of Mexican main characters and then the zombies are like the goofiest things you'll ever see in the world. Is it like super low budget? So low budget. Oh man, I've, I've heard I've heard nothing I don't like yet. Yeah, it all sounds good. I'd, I'd still watch fantastic. it. Fantastic. So uh, when three native men find out that they are immune to the zombie virus, the full movie has been put up on YouTube by the director, free to watch. So go ahead and watch it. There you go. Go watch the dead can dance or the dead oh. can dance, and let us know what you guys think of it if you've made it this far into the show, which you probably haven't. Anyway, <laughs> um, number four is Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum. That's one I've, that's one I've heard of, but I've never seen. Okay, it looks pretty good, like from the, the the stills I'm seeing here. It's basically a rebuttal against the idea that humanity deserves to be eliminated for what it has done to the planet. In the zombie apocalypse, okay. native indigenous people are immune to the disease that ends the world, which is a commentary on how previous generations of natives, uh, natives were decimated by foreign disease, but also on the blood quantum, um, let's see, but also on the blood quantum that decides how much native ancestry you need to have to be considered native. It also has one of the saddest endings of any zombie movie. Oh, shit. I got to watch that, dude. That sounds pretty good. But what a crazy storyline. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, that sounds pretty cool. Like, like because you're indigenous or Native American or whatever, like, you're immune from the disease because we, yeah, but, our yeah. ancestors brought over the diseases that destroyed almost right. all of their fucking, you know, people. 
Well, dude, I, I okay, I'm watching that one for sure. Yeah, I might cool. actually watch that tonight. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number three. Did I pass? No, number three is Slashback. Anyone? Never heard of that mm-hmm. one. Okay, from 2022. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, Prey wasn't the only 2022, uh, 2022 film about young indigenous women fighting aliens. Slashback is a sci-fi horror film that deals with aliens invading a small Inuit community. Even more interesting is the fact that the protagonists are four teenage girls who use traditional Inuit hunting practices to survive the alien invasion and fight back against these intergalactic invaders. It was the first feature film of Nyla Inuksuk and does have some uh, rough edges, but is a solid film all around. Okay. Sounds fun. Number two. What's that one called? Pray. No, that that, that one was uh, Slash Back. Slash back. So it's okay. the word slash, then a forward slash, then back. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yes, Riley, uh, Riley, sorry, Logan, you are, he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's for crunching on the show. Um, <laughs> it didn't show that I was listening. <laughs> Number two is Prey. And uh, I have seen this. I have by seen the way. that. Yeah. It's, it's good, dude. I it's went awesome, into man. it with the lowest bar set. And then watching it, I was like, dude, this is awesome. And then that bear scene, I yeah. was like, to the edge of my seat, dude. I was like, yeah. oh. So if you guys yeah. haven't seen Prey, um, it's basically, it, it's along the lines of the Predator films. Um, it's yeah. actually in the Predator universe because the Predator is actually in the damn thing. Um, yes. It's fantastic. Uh, I'll, I'll read the thing here. We could talk about it. So Prey is dude, groundbreaking. His, his, uh, his mask in that is awesome too. It's like yeah. the skull. Yeah. Like the animal skull. Because it's like back, way back, back in the fucking in the day. day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Prey is groundbreaking, not only because it is the first good Predator film in decades. I have to agree. <laughs> I have to yep. agree. Hey, hey, hey. Leave AVP alone. Right? Oh, no way. Come on. That Requiem can suck a dick, but they they, they all sucked. Um, but it also because, uh, because it features an almost entirely native cast. Great care was taken to capture the authentic Comanche experience, including adopting a dog for the shoot that was descended from an indigenous to American breed. That's amazing. That's sweet, dude. It even has a dub in the Comanche language, which only has 100 native speakers left. I remember I remember seeing that they did that. That's I thought that was fucking super, super cool. cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, for which some actors got tips from family members on pronouncing words and phrases. It's a wonderful way to show the beauty of the Comanche people, both past and present. So basically, if you haven't seen this, it's yeah. it's way back in the freaking pre-colonial days. And you've got the Comanche tribe and this girl is like trying to be a hunter. And they're like, no, you're a girl. You're not supposed to do this. And she's actually a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they go out hunting and well, a predator shows up. And those, that, those fucking French dudes get destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> they get murked. Good. Oh, yeah. And it's Those just, it's so good. God, I, this should be number one on the list. I don't know why it's not. So, yeah, speaking, what is number one? So, speaking of number one, this is from 2013. It is Rhymes for Young Ghouls. I will have to watch that and compare. Because if there's not a predator or an alien in that, <laughs> I don't want it. Dude, okay. You know what else I'm surprised isn't it? Well, I guess it depends on the criteria of the list. Like if they were made by. Like native or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. have you guys ever seen Bone Tomahawk? Fucking I've heard loved of that. it. Kurt dude, Russell. Like, how is that not on the list? Kurt Russell, dude. That is a when they fucking chop that dude in half. It is a brutal oh fucking movie. Like it is mm-hmm. brutal. And the fact yeah. that that freaking that Kurt Russell is like the the main uh, protagonist oh, yeah. in it. So good. You're watching this movie, and it's it has no. If I'm not mistaken, it has no like 
background music at all. So yeah, it's got that weird fucking vibe yeah, the whole time. It's like a weird vibe the whole time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it is nuts. It's Great phenomenal. movie. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, get out there and watch that one. That one's so I'm surprised good. Surprised that's not on the list. Maybe because it's like maybe because of the light that it paints like cuz it's like bad, you know. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, know. it doesn't really put them in the, the most positive of light. And plus the the again, the protagonist is a white man. So yeah, maybe, that's why. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, uh, I'm wondering if I'm wondering what the criteria for yeah. the list was. That's yeah. So this one here, number one, the uh, rhyme uh, rhymes for young ghouls. It says uh, this film is more of a crime drama film than a traditional horror film. However, the subject matter is plenty horrific. It's about the residential school system, a horrific establishment that directly led to the deaths of thousands oh, yeah. of native. Indi- We're going to do an episode on this, by the way. Uh, native and indigenous indigenous children and the generational trauma that the schools caused. It's a I brutal think we film. Talked about that. At we one have point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the brutal, uh, let's see, is film about the cycle of substance abuse and imprisonment and how both of those aggravated uh, by corrupt systems and people. Warning, there is attempted sexual assault, but the perpetrator is stopped. Okay, well, mm. we already talked about rape and bone. bone. If you Listen, if you watch Bone Tomahawk, you can watch any of these. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's seriously brutal as shit. But no, uh, I do want to cover that one of these days about the schools that they did back in the day. The forced schools for indigenous people where all these kids took the kids away. And and they just found it wasn't in Canada. They just found a a fucking a a graveyard. Yes. Of like 300 fucking bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, we uh, are. Mm, I'm not going to get into it because it's whatever, but we're assholes. We're fucking assholes. We are. Our well, our ancestors are assholes. Let's put it that way. Well, I mean, I'm an asshole too. Okay, they're dicks. So. We'll put it that way. Because we are assholes Man. for sure. And I'm yeah. proud of that fact, but they're... I don't, I don't think we'd ever do that to people, would we? That's why they're dicks and we're not. I, mean, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, it's super fucked up and bad and I feel so bad for... It. Oh, that entire situation, like the fact that we were just I might, like, I might send your kid away for that evil dead comment, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her too. I'm going to be like, dude, I'm going to be like, Uncle Moody's pissed. Oh, he's pissed. Yeah, you can watch out. All right. So listen, man, that was a great episode for us to come back into. I really thoroughly enjoyed that one and just learning about, you know, uh, the, the, the Native American, uh, you know, mythos, I guess you'd say. And, and, yeah. and, and then, reading from the translated actual you know yeah. the stories they have it's so fun it's so fun to me so uh we'll definitely revisit it so make sure to stop over to our official website the midnight train podcast.com at the website you can buy some super sweet <laughs> merchandise as well as you know you can find like the duke or finger shirt uh don't be the salvo there's plenty of hats there's like phone cases there's all kinds of stuff there so get out there support the show and get some gear if you like what you heard from us consider being a show producer become a first class passenger by heading to midnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the patreon button or just go to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast for as little as five bucks a month you can get all kinds of cool stuff like a custom shirt posters stickers all kinds of cool shit well, it would probably say? be a good idea to do that because we don't put out regular episodes anymore just john does bonus episodes <laughs> That's our little scam, actually. So, <laughs> dude, you know what? You know, okay, a real pause on this, real fast. Do you know what a lot of podcasts are doing now? They're going what? to subscription based. Oh, that's dumb. like like pure subscription based. Where like they might throw out an actual like uh, free episode from time to time, but then everything else is subscription based because of like um, Apple does subscriptions now and yeah. all these places. So you literally have to pay to listen to them. 
even though you've been getting it for free and supported them and told everybody about it. I, I'm going to say this right now. We're not doing that. No, if, that's if you, not. I if mean, you want the bonus stuff, anyway, the bonus so. stuff is different. Would you say? <laughs> so we don't have enough fans to support <laughs> that anyway. We have plenty and we, I hear from them all the time and I, I cannot even even begin to say how much I appreciate it's like the same that. seven people that we've always talked it's to. It's six and they're beautiful. Okay. I, I never said anything about them not being beautiful, <laughs> but it's crazy to me that these, these podcasts that are like starting to like yeah, blow up it's, now it's like, well, we're going to go behind the paywall. We still have to listen to fucking ads on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so just, it's dumb. That's one thing I do have to say about, uh, I guess I'll drop their name. The crime and sports, um, small town murder guys. Yeah. Um, so they actually have it where, um, I mean, they have their bonus Patreon stuff, which I am a subscriber to cause I fucking love those guys, but they, um, they went and have, if you listen on Amazon music, it's all ad free on Amazon. Yeah. It? So if you have Amazon, like Amazon prime okay. or whatever, dude, yeah, yeah. prime has a ton of stuff. You can listen to us yeah. on Amazon prime. You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to, uh, uh, they have audiobooks now, like everything over there. So if you're a Prime member, get on over there and get that shit ad free. It's fucking amazing. And I'm literally promoting another podcast, right? Or, or you could just listen to ours because we don't have any ads. So. Yeah, we don't have ads because but that's for a different reason. It's, just nobody likes us. <laughs> it's not for a different reason it's because we, we just need to get our shit together. Anyway, because the people that listen to us have no money to buy things from that. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> proje- uh, all right, look, I'm just projecting myself onto them. It's, 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 fine. it's, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Anyway, get over there. Support the show, <laughs> the man. Seriously. Where did Logan go? Yeah. Is he sleeping? He's not there anymore. I is, just noticed he's gone. Is he choking on a pretzel? <laughs> Logan, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I don't even know where he went. Oh, wait. Is that? There he is. <laughs> he what just the fuck was that all about? Walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going on the YouTube for sure. Yeah. What where happened? the hell were you? Ava was sleep talking and I had to go in there and make sure she was okay. And she was crying a little bit. So I was taking care Aww, of her. That's my granddaughter. Neither of us, neither of us even noticed you were gone at first. Hey. We're just like, wait a minute. Where the fuck? Yeah. All of a sudden he, he just goes, where the fuck did Logan go? <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes ah. waltzing back in like nothing happened. Oh, that's so awesome. So anyway, become a first class passenger. Get the bonus episodes. Just dropped one recently, which is a crazy story that I didn't even know. And it literally just like the, the culmination of it transpired just uh, like was it? last month. So basically there was a guy who was involved in a murder. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait, let me back this back this up a Fairly little bit. Fairly standard so far. Well, let me back it up real quick. And I'm going to put this in like a like real like um, um, Cliff Notes version. Um, oh. So there was a pastor that hired some people to kill his wife. Oh, my. One of those people that went, that, that was a part of this, he got sent to the, uh, he got the death penalty. Okay. Except okay. when they went to go in and kill him, well, it didn't fucking work. And they oh. fucked up in his neck and shit like that. And they were like, okay, well... It didn't work, but we're still going to fucking kill you. And then he became the first person to uh, use um, um, shit. What the fuck is the gas? Is it do- oh, the yeah, yeah. The I, common um, gas. Um, is it nitrogen? Nitrogen. Uh, is I, I think it was nitrogen. It might nitrous be. Nitrous oxide. 
No, I think it was just like legit, like straight nitrogen. Yeah, I think I think mm. you're right. So anyway, and that just happened last month. Like they just yeah. executed him That's with crazy. this thing, and it's the craziest fucking story, dude. Because I mean, at the end of it, I literally said, like, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy because he swears up and down that he didn't have anything to do with the actual murder, but they can still just, did this. Can I just say that if you survive the first attempt at the death penalty, I think you should be get let go. I agree. I mean, at least take it off of every life, or, or at least, at least, if they're going to keep you, then at least just put you back in jail. Right. Like, if you survive, then you know what? That's like a fuck you. Especially like, I live, fuck when you. when they fucked up, because what they were saying is, is that they, the people that were doing it, they were trying to administer the death, uh, the injection to him, the lethal injection, weren't actually even like, um, like uh, medical people. It was so like it was like you or me. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to do this? I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, like it, at that point, that should be their bad. Yeah, yeah put the guy sure. back in gin pop, take him all, out of uh, you know um, on death row. That dude would be like a legend in prison, probably for sure. Oh, I'm sure he was you when know? he was in there. Well, he was probably they, brought, they, they bring him back in there, and he's just like, yeah, that's right, I fucking beat death. They couldn't fucking <laughs> kill me. <laughs> but then they gave him this. Uh, I, I I think it was nitrogen. It, I think it's, so. It's a super common like uh, gas or whatever, and it basically it just suffocated farts. him. It's just a big bag of farts. But 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 put over his head. The fucked up part <laughs> is, they put you know they put the mask on him or whatever, and he just suffocated. They didn't like uh, put him to sleep first. Mm. So in other words, he sat there inhaling this and just suffocating. It's a crazy story. Get over there, listen to that, dude. I, I go through the entire thing from the beginning yeah, to the it end. Was, it was it was nitrogen. Yeah, it's wild. It's fucking wild. And that dude was supposed was it Kenneth Smith? Yep, Kenneth Eugene right. Smith. It says it says that he it, like in his trial, the jury even didn't even sentence him to death. They sentenced him to life. They did, and the judge said no. I'm going to supersede what they said and I'm sending you to death. You, dude, the whole story at the end of it, you're, you're literally like, I feel bad for this fucking guy. Yeah. Like I, I do. I feel bad for him. I feel bad regardless if he did what, if he did what he did and then fuck him. Okay. But if he didn't, yeah, but still you don't deserve that shit. You don't deserve that. You don't deserve it. If you're going to do it, like if you fucked up once, then let him roll. If you yeah. did it right the first time, then fine. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. It, you can't it's fuck it up. And then just like, hold a pillow over the guy's head until right. he dies. <laughs> it's pretty like, much what, the what they did. Yeah. So listen, yeah. if you want to listen to that and all the other um, bonuses we have out there, um, get over there, midnighttrainpodcast.com or patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast. And listen, lately for me, especially I've been dealing with a lot of shit, which is why we haven't been putting out stuff. And, uh, you know, listen, mental health is super, super important. Okay. And, we believe in focusing on mental health and for those of us with issues like myself uh, to be able to find the right help. So we we love to uh, support the uh, the organization National Alliance on Mental Health, NAMI, N-A-M-I, works to educate, support, advocate, listen, and lead uh, to improving the lives of people with mental illnesses and their loved ones. So we do donate 20% of our merchandise sales and Patreon subscriptions to this amazing institution each month. So, so support the show, get all the bonuses so and help. A basically great cause. what we're saying is, is if, if you don't buy shit from us, you don't like helping people <laughs> and you're a piece of shit. Wow. I did not say that. That is uh, Moody at the Midnight Train Podcast.com. No, that was we. It's all of us. Think that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You said it earlier. No, well, well, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, but whatever. And, and listen, if you want to donate personally, just go to nami.org. If you don't want to, you know, whatever, just just help the cause. That's all I'm asking. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, which is going to be blowing up because we're going to have amazing clips like Logan just disappearing. Um, <laughs> and, and Moody just funneling or funneling his freaking boom stand and shit. It's going to be awesome. Um, and you can listen to us on Spotify. Oh, I forgot about that already. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, find us on Amazon as well. Like I said earlier, get us, uh, you know, find us on there, wherever you listen. But don't you start. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. So listen, that, um, reverb, dude. we cannot thank you guys enough for all your love and support and for patiently waiting because you guys have. And I love that you guys check in on us to see how we're doing and if it i've even had people like literally like asking dude let's face it we're just a bunch of fucking train wrecks that's all it is <laughs> well i mean it's you f- I, at one point in time i wanted to change the name to the midnight train wreck I swear it to god should be, i mean it should be yeah especially it's, this past this past year especially mm-hmm. that's what it should have been it's been a clusterfuck of whatever can happen will happen and it's been ridiculous it's true. but literally. we we're listen man we're we're strong we're persevering we're getting through this so and, I, and I, I chugging along choo choo <laughs> motherfucker so listen Don't fucking shake your head at me <laughs> i see you you're still here remember you came back like an asshole so to <laughs> all of our beautiful first class passengers okay that would be <laughs> so loud jesus to uh that was loud. That was to jacob loud. peters uh to uh, uh stoner babe 69 tim karras zoe yeah. miller Tracy Valancourt, Edgar Rodriguez, Jenny Wynn, Riley with no last name, Chris Connors, Amanda C., Micah Perdue, Dale Wells, George DeJesus, Megan McTerry, Amanda Denz, Chris Lucas, Joseph Aramo, Nathan Diekman, Kate, uh, Caitlin McKinney, Maggie Brothers, Rick Resler, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunsman, Pumpkin Escobar, Pumpkin Escobar, uh, Mac Doherty, She's Janet Cheryl, huh? She's good people. She seems like she's super cool. Yeah, she's she's, yeah, she's another she's, one of the ones that like reaches out to us often. Like, hey, are you guys okay? Do you need anything? You know. Yeah, she's she's great. Yeah, dude. Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, who also checked in just recently to make sure we're good. Oh, Christina yeah. Skeleton from the Sister Skeleton podcast. Maria Gibbs Sisters to Chainsaw. Skeleton. What the fuck? Courtney Bachelor, Katie Brabinick, and of course Logan, our boy Bill Birch. <clears throat> oh, good for you! <laughs> Every time what he the sounds hell like was that? <laughs> it's my Jewish mom. He sounds like he smokes eight packs a day. Listen, uh, honey, if you don't like the way I talk, then you don't have to come back over here and talk to me, okay? He's everything's his gonna be just fine. <laughs> he's holding his throat like he has a trachea thing. <laughs> Everything will be just fine, honey. A don't dedication. Worry. That's dedication into it right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, listen, thank you guys so much. Uh, please spread the word. Let everyone know um, we're, we're going to be back on this. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, we've got a lot lined up as far as uh, stuff. And it, we can hear your bag. We can hear your bag. We'll see. We can hear your bag. And, and wait, crunch. Go ahead. There it is. There it is. Don't people like pay for that shit now? <laughs> Should we charge you for that? What is it? ASMR? ASMR? Is that an ASMR? ASMR. Oh. You know what? Hey, that's what $5 on Patreon gets you an hour of Logan eating pretzels. Oh, God.
Oh, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. Like the arm, my arm hairs are standing up. I don't like it. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's all bad. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Hopefully you learned something today because that's the whole point of it, right? Moody. Logan's not turning you on too much. It's glad to see. I'm, I'm glad to see you. It's, it's glad to see me. I was going to say it's good to see your face, but it, it's I'm glad to see you. And it, it is good to see your face. And for us to do no, this. No, it's not. Don't lie. Yes, it is. No one, wants, 100%. no one wants to fucking see this no, face, dude. Stop it for real. Like, I, I'm, I missed I'm, it. We're getting back on this fucking train, man. Like, Hell legit. yeah, dude. I told you I'm going to come over soon and we'll do we'll do an in-person, bro. And it'll be fun. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm um, for shit and I'll crash on your couch. Yeah, dude, I've got plenty of room. Got plenty of room. And for those of Maybe, you that dude, may not know, why don't we do what? this? Uh-oh. Why don't we? I'll come over. No, 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 it's good. He's gonna get me stoned. And Logan, Logan, if he would like to join, we can. We'll record an episode with me. And then we'll do pickles. another. We'll do another like one of those uh, like the movies that, that we did. Since the one that we did got fucking messed up. Oh yeah. What movie? Remember then? when we Which watched one? that shitty movie? Oh yeah, that that us or whatever us. it was. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Dude, yeah, we could totally you, you do that. Can get, you can get drunk. I'll get high, and we'll just fucking we'll do a funny uh, movie thing. Actually, I think you should get drunk, and I'll get high. You don't oh. want me drunk. <laughs> Why are you gonna and try to fight want, me? I don't want. Me. <laughs> I might, and I don't want me drunk either. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> Dude, I can't, you wouldn't like I can't, it when I'm hungry. I can't drink anymore to get drunk because it's like a five day hangover process at this point. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Like seriously, used to be like, able to drink all night and get up and go to work yep. drunk, and now it's like I get drunk barely, and then like three days go by and I'm still feel like shit. It's like our <laughs> bodies just can't metabolize the shit anymore, dude, and you just wake up feeling like a just a that's piece terrible. of shit. You feel yeah, like a piece gonna, of shit. That's why I just get high. Yeah, more so than I already am. Yeah, because no matter Stop how it. high I am, I always wake up the next day feeling great. Speaking of, I actually have a uh, a pen in my uh, my bedroom that uh, my son got me, and I might uh, just uh, give myself a little night night treat. Just saying. I'm starting to. I'm on the. I'm on the downswing from the gummy I took earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that people stay to the end of these. This is what we need to do at the end of these for now on. We just need to just fucking just banter <laughs> and just talk about stupid shit. And we're gonna see if anyone it's actually stays treats. on this long. Yeah, the little <laughs> treats to see who's actually listening. Right, who's actually paying attention. Yeah. Like the well, pretzels. I do know that uh, Bill uh, Birch, our boy. You know. Oh, good for you. He. Uh, <laughs> No, no, you did it wrong. Oh, good for you. There it is. There's like a reverb on your voice when you do that. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I do a pretty good job of that. What the? F- do you hear the reverb on that? What the fuck is I, happening? I do. I do. That is it. so odd. It's no, just my voice, honey. <laughs> he sent me a text when I uh, when um, when we dropped the uh, the bonus episode. He was like, "Dude, glad to hear you back, man." He's like, "That's awesome." He's like, "I'm driving down yeah. to wherever he's going." He's like, "It's good to hear you guys." So. That's my buddy, man. He's he's a good That's dude. Cool. So, Bill, Bill, you are uh, salt of the earth, my friend. So it's so. good to get back. I'm, I yeah. enjoyed this. This was good. I needed yeah. this. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And yes. So we will continue to do these because fuck everything else. No, I don't give a shit anymore. Just remember, no one's listening right now. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what we say. Hold on, we gotta we gotta do something. That's just like let's make something up right now. Like do all right. The f- first five people. Hmm. That either text or message us. The not text, not text, not text, but uh, like uh, e- email us or on socials or whatever. The yeah. word farts. Farts. Just fart. You don't say anything else. Nothing it else. Just has Nothing to be else. the word farts. Just the word but it has farts. to be. But it has to be PH. <laughs> farts with a PH. So PH farts. 
If you do that, I swear I will. But, but, but no, I will send you something. I swear to God, I will send you like some, some merch or something like that. It's going to be like a toe or something. Yeah. It's going to be one of dad's head hair. Yeah. It's it's, (laughs) going to be one of my head. I don't have any of those. (laughs) I don't have any head hair. Then where did the hair come from? It might be it might be pubic hair. I mean, you know. And, I'll, and, the, and the lucky like, listener. Oh, I'm supposed to be getting something from him. It's just a fucking envelope full of pubes. And the lucky listener that gets a gray one, guess what? You've won. <laughs> it's like the golden ticket. Yeah. You want to trip to see a chocolate factory? <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is going to write with farts now if they're still listening. I will. They're not I'm doing it. <laughs> Moody just sends over farts. <laughs> do I get my pubes now? What are we doing? How do we do this? <laughs> oh God! All right. <laughs> so you guys have to do that. So we know who's actually still listening farts, to the end of this. Farts with a ph. Ph farts. That's it. And then not you know, ph farts. Just farts with a ph. Right. Right. Farts. Ph a r t s. Right. Farts. That's yes. it, bro. Farts. And then I will, I promise you, I will send you something. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> a free ticket to the chocolate factory. It, bud. it could be pukes. <laughs> it, it could be stickers. <laughs> it could it be could a be, human toe. We don't know. Yet. What, what if it's, what if it's stickers with pubes on them? Right. <laughs> or that. Who knows? I may combine them all. It could be a toe wrapped in a sticker with pubes on it. <laughs> like, at this point, the most disturbing thing you could ever get in the mail. <laughs> Especially, Man. you're just like, whose fucking toe is this? Oh, why are there pubes on the <laughs> sticker? What the hell is going on? Oh, God. It's been a while, and I'm so glad we're back. And that's right. It's the train, uh, baby. And you never know what's going to fucking happen. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Moody, love you, buddy. Yeah. And uh, you, I love Logan. you, too, man. Logan, I love you. You know that. Hey, I appreciate it. You know what, Logan? You call me Riley. Hey, you know, hey. Hey, you know, know what, Logan? I'm sorry. Logan, you know what, dude? What's up, dude? Fuck you. Hey, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> Every day till Sunday. <laughs> you see, and that's love. That's love right there. It is. That's 100% that's how I love. Say, that's how I say that you're a swell guy. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, stay safe out there, passengers. <laughs> and God, it feels good to say this. And as always, choo-choo! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers! I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Peace out! Yeah.